It's dark and it doesn't matter. It's rainy and it doesn't matter. Why? Because we're in the shed, not outside of it. We're planning stuff outside the shed. It's going to be very exciting. We haven't quite got our whole road crew assembled, but we're working on it. But meantime, we're just in here for the day having a few chats. We're going to taste some stuff. It'll be very good. Hope you get to go along with us. Donuts. We <laughs> We're going to try real hard to not make it too disgusting for those of you who are highly sensitive to those noises that mouths make when they're eating. Food smackophobia. Yeah, food smackophobia. New Jersey cop phobia. Here we go. <laughs> I got the perp. <laughs> Just that big mess all over the place. Well, what's your uh, technique at the grocery store? Do you have one list and you tear it in two? No. Send her on assignments no, or she no, sends she, you? She had a list of stuff she wanted. And honestly, I only went there for soy milk and I ended up coming away with 65 bucks worth of odds and ends. Which store was it? Stupid store. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the real killer there was not so much a shopping list, but we got behind some guy with a very heavily loaded cart and he was the slowest pick something up. Oh. Put it on the thing. You were stuck behind a person yeah. in an aisle? No, at the checkout. At the checkout. They do they oh. do that hostile checkout management there where they they only put on extra cashiers once the lineups become truly unbearable. Right. And you have a philosophical aversion to self checkout. No, the checkout self checkout lineup was really wicked oh. way back into produce. Yeah, yeah. So there's you know, you kinda as it turns out that would have been the call. If that guy and the checkout person at that aisle we got into is also not lighting the world on fire. Right. If yes. they had both been normal, we would have beat the self-checkout lineup, but as it was, the self-checkout did beat us. Yeah. And listeners, this is the kind of intense detail that you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, you want to you wanna live your lives correctly, you should listen to this podcast because <laughs> we take into account all the factors. And then I looked at a can of soup <laughs> and I thought, should I? Well, so I picked up a can of this stuff. I thought it was shoe shine, but no, in fact, it was peanut butter. And so it was $6 and it only expires six months from now. So what am I going to do with that? I can't do my shoes with it. So I put it back and that got me thinking, you know, I just think. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the shed dogs conversations lean into that well, a little bit as and well. That is what I'm saying is that's exactly <laughs> where we're going. We're those guys X years hence. I had someone complain because we haven't put out an uh, episode. Sorry, did you? Yeah, Rustica complained. She said, Wait, oh. I've been, where is that episode? Rustica from one. Portland? Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for noticing that we were not there. Yes. I appreciate that immensely, and we promise we'll do better. We will so do better. Rich promises. I promise. Okay, so are we Are we going? Yeah, we, oh, I guess we are. Oh, man. Every time I fall for that. Every time. Look at that photo. Look at this guy. He's just on the job. I bet she's got a timer, eh? Uh, yeah, probably. There's hey, I learned something new about the timers on the phone. Um, I haven't tell? used it yet. You know, when I cook, I actually play music, so I don't like to use Siri. Because I think when, you, when I'm talking to Siri, the music stops and all that. Be that as it may, you can say... You People can say think, you guys out there that think it's really easy being RJ, you know, pay attention. You it's believe. pretty hard. It's, it's a hard life. Um, you can say, uh, Siri set a timer for the coffee for three minutes 
and that's it. She's created a timer called coffee. And then I could also now set another timer that overlaps with it, right? So when you're cooking, you can do that if, you know, most of the time you don't need to, but. That's cool. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. When it ends, are you able to discern which timer has ended? Yeah, she's going to say something, I think. We'll we'll find out. I should have done a shorter timing. You uh, see, now, again, listeners, this is stuff that I didn't know that is valuable. This actually, if we just sit here and talk nonsense for the next 45 minutes that you have to sit through as a listener, it's going to be worth it because you heard this timer thing. Like that's, that's really great. I didn't know you could. Yeah. Like if you're doing a facetious, if you're doing a big production cooking, then you are timing multiple things and it's kind of nice. And having it say potato timer done. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the potatoes are done, Dave. Like I I think, wow. I'm afraid I can't do that. It's just coffee for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing it's not the pod bay doors. You don't need more coffee. I can tell from your last answer. <laughs> That's right. Shut up, Siri. Shut up. How is your Christmas, Skinny? I am having it on New Year's Day. Christmas on New Year's. So it is still pending. The tree nice. is there. The presents are there. Nice. It's just, we haven't been able to get it. We've got far-flung correspondence. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. One girl's in Victoria, one girl was in Montreal till the 27th. Uh, One girl is available, but that's just one girl. But can you guys, can you guys guess why we're here on Saturday instead of Thursday? No, I've got... Mm. Was it Christmas or something? Doctor something? A doctor something? Those are are good, legit, solid try guesses, but they're wrong. Wrong. Didn't you say something in your... Did you say personal reasons? I yeah. think I just said I can't make it on Thursday. I can't. And, and the reason why is not of interest to you too. I think yeah, you said that. It's your damn business in short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was saving it. You know what I've been doing? Big drum roll, driving the shuttle for the last. Are you driving what? the shuttle? Yeah. Oh Ooh, boy. It's been awesome. I thought you guys would be pleased. Oh. Are we going to get tails from the shuttle you today? Too, right? You're Are we going to get like a warm right. Christmassy no, chestnuts no. kind of? You might get one of those, but you might also get some other stuff. All right. Tales I'll just from say the shuttle. short story. It's been a pleasure. Like, uh, it's been fun. Uh, getting out of bed to arrive at work for 7.30 after walking the dogs, that hasn't been fun. Okay, so it's not verbal, but it's got the great big word coffee there. Oh. Okay. Well, then I'll pour. I would prefer it if she spoke, but still, that's pretty good that you can label them. I have no idea that you can do that. Coffee time. But she labeled that, right? Right. You didn't, you didn't. She put the label on. I just said. Is that a coffee I said her name set a timer for three minutes for coffee. I said coffee timer, but whatever. I, I, I think that's still pretty great. It is nice. Nice. Again, old guy talk. Oh, that's nice. And we get the, we get the New York city taxi cab, the checker cab cups. Although I guess they would be yellow if they were full. I'll on. take the short one. I'll take the small one. I do. Yes, please. No milk for me. No milk. Black. Uh, for coffee. Well, gone away. Which one do you want, Skinny? The big one, because the big one. she's jamming. You get the New York taxi. Thank you very much. Very, very much. What's the name of that song, No Milk Today? Well, that's what Moby was just singing. 
Did you know that I was written by one of the members of 10CC? No. I did not know that. And his father. I didn't. His know. father helped out, and that's how he learned songwriting. That, that of course, was a huge hit. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Was that a huge hit? Well, it was for me. I mean, I thought it was an awesome, but that's the funny thing. Some of these classic songs, you look at them up and it says, yeah, topped out at number seven. You're going, what? Yeah, that's a true thing. I've been surprised by that a couple of times. Some song, I mean, this isn't a real example, but it's like Louie Louie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Every, there's probably guys still out there making their lunch money on Louie Louie. I imagine Louie Louie never hit number one. And then you go look it up and it was, it hit, it got as fire and it was, the other fun thing is watching what was higher up the charts than it in that mm, year. Right. And it's some real trash that everybody's totally forgotten about. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Sugar Sugar by the Archies. So the Archies were number one that year. That was like six Nin- weeks or something 1969, like I think yeah. it was. Bigger than any Beatles tune. <laughs> Drove me insane, that song. Just insane. Yeah, I got a recommendation for a podcast. Uh, um, it's the, uh, I don't know, 500 formative rock and roll songs or something. Nice. Each, each episode is a song, right? But uh, I listened to the first four or something. So they're on really old tracks and they're kind of interesting and everything. But then I saw a new one come out and it was on Hey Jude. So he's up to Hey Jude now. And I'm going, okay, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to learn about Hey Jude. And he starts talking about trips to the Maharishi and in India yeah. and stuff. And the next thing I know is, how, how much longer is left in the, Oh, it's a three hour episode. <laughs> he calls it Hey Jude, but he really covers all yeah. that period leading up to the recording yeah. of Hey Jude. He goes another 20 minutes after, but I will send that to you. I know you in particular, I think you'd get a real kick out of it. I it's got, would. it's got deep, deep detail on all the, the songs that they're writing and, well, and it little be- arguments they were having and who's fooling around with whose wife yes. and the whole divorce with Cynthia Lennon and what led up to it. And yeah. And a lot of that stuff was covered in the book, which I thought was a fabulous book. Which one? The Beatles? The Beatles, the big yeah. inch and a half thick one. Yeah, that was a good book. That was really good. And it would be fun to hear another take on those impacts. Yeah, all exactly. That stuff, yeah, all that yeah. shaping that was happening. This guy's well-researched, but I mean, all it is is that he's read every single book ever written, right? Yeah. And so he just pulls the yeah. what he thinks are interesting facts out of them, right? Yeah. Oh, here... I got to get this out before I forget it. It's a moneymaker. All right. Nice. Moneymaking idea. Can't wait. So I'll just say uh, two things. First off, this was inspired by a gift thought that I had but didn't act on, and I regret actually quite bitterly not having acted on it. And the gift thought was a bath bomb Christmas, 12 days of Christmas thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like and I thought, advent oh, calendar. yeah, an advent calendar of bath bombs. I, oh, idea. I should get that for KJ. We just talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I didn't get it. And I'm sorry I didn't. I mean, a if bath I can bomb still, a day is a bit much, but I guess you would save them. And, I don't you know. know. You'd maybe have every fourth. Just the idea that there's 12 bath bombs in this big cardboard thing with little doors that open, I thought was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. But I was talking with uh, Haley of Yale Town, not North Van, but Haley of Yale Town. And she suggested what I think is a great moneymaker because I misspoke myself. And I said, yeah, no, the gift was a bath bomb nativity thing. 
And she's, she said, <laughs> bath bomb nativity, like a little baby Jesus bath bomb and a goat bath bomb. And I laughed. I said, no, not that, but that's a great idea. But now that you mention it. And that yeah. is a, and I asked her permission. So I do have her permission to steal her idea. That is a money-making idea. Oh Just yeah. The crash bath bomb. <laughs> big big you know, sales. The yeah. uh, angels on high bath bombs. Just, Shepherds, <laughs> just throw them in there. Great. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Really a fun idea. So that was it. That was the moneymaker. You're welcome. I, I don't even know if I'll put a percentage on that because it's so surefire. Anybody who acted on that would feel compelled to give me money anyways because they're going to make so much money. Speaking of advent calendars, uh, I talked Sue into watching Bad Santa with me. Oh, wow. And uh, I... She must love you. Well, I just didn't remember... It's, it's a really fun movie, but it's just it's so dark. It's just dark all the way through to yeah. the end. It never stops being dark. I, you know, I guess he softens a little bit for the kid. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it in quite a while. I just remember thinking, wow, this is a lot like, Billy okay, Bob it's a Thornton. joke, but this is a lot of joke to digest here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Know, holy smokes. Yeah. Anyway, it was still pretty good. Sue got a kick out of it, but it's yeah. you know not going to be her uh, it's her go to movie. I'd rather watch the Die Hard series. No, any day. yeah, I yeah. still have Die Hard two. You know, I bought it for like four bucks or something, and it's just sitting there. And I gotta, I'll just watch it by myself. I tried to treat myself to Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. That's a good movie. Twenty minutes in, I'm stalled out. What? I just couldn't, I don't know. What was the matter? Oh, I know what it is. It's because everybody said how good it is. Maybe. Yeah, that yeah. might be it. Hmm. Fantastic jet flying sequences already, but I just sort of don't care. I kind of, I don't know why I don't care. No, we, we saw that at the theater and uh, we just totally enjoyed it. And we felt that we got exactly what we were expecting, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's is, not like I was expecting high art or anything. No, I just, I don't it's know not a comedy and it's not a satire either. No. I mean, the Top Gun aviators are all beautiful people. Like they're physically beautiful. Oh, the pecs. All of it. Right. And you just kind of think, okay, all right. And they do and you, 200 push-ups so on a bat. So you stopped before the Iceman scenes? I don't know. Well, yeah. Don't he's spoil the, it for me. Well, we already, we <laughs> discussed this in the shed, not uh, how many, how long ago? About four months ago. Well, that's more than 20 minutes and I'll have forgotten it. So <clears throat> under that rationale, I will you can just, discuss oh, it. So you are going to pick it up again? Yeah, I am. Oh, you'll like what comes next. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. That's great. Not a boy, aren't you? You're fire today. That's clear. That's good. <laughs> You're going to like My Christmas movie was um, Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. Never heard of it. Wow. Again, KJ, you are a cutting edge force. Not me. In exciting viewing. Okay. With my children. And oh. I don't, I don't is it a new movie or yeah 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 but i don't know if you guys are nicholas cage fans but he's not a very good actor <laughs> oh he's happy to hear that <laughs> i thought you were talking about me i'm not a very good actor but uh, no you know nicholas cage so let's just say i think he is capable of good acting mm. but i think he takes a lot of movies off and he just goes with straight up campy trash. It's just a payday. It's Krusty the Clown telling Bart, they backed a truckload of money up to my place. What was I supposed to do? That's what I think is going on with Nicolas Cage. He will do anything. And some of it's real bad. And was this one of those or was it a fine 
effort at sincere It was acting. actually a sort of an interesting movie. Uh, that's Buddy showing Rich the uh, his Christmas present. Oh, nice. From Patty Allen. It's a noisy penguin. Yeah. But he appreciates it, right? Merry Christmas, I don't think right? you get far in life without a noisy penguin in there somewhere. Oh, that's right. Hey, you got to wait a second. Can you show the boys? Huh? Show the boys. We're going to take a picture, listeners, and you'll hopefully be able to see it later. Okay. We'll put that photo in the chapter art. Anyway, kind of an interesting movie, but the first, there's a first scene with Nicolas Cage and his wife, and I just did not believe that they were a couple at all. Oh, right. Not at all. And <laughs> yeah. he's a tenured professor. They've been together for who knows how long, 25, 30 years. Did just, come on, Nick. <laughs> like... Well, yeah, and I don't know, I can't see him in any kind of a role as a professor. He, almost all of his roles, his IQ's hovering around 90. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? What I'm feeling charitable, I think that he's like John Wayne. He can only play one character. Ah, yes. But yeah. then, I said, I've seen him do stuff where he's way better than that. Yeah. Like he has done those things. Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, they're just few and far between, and mostly I just strongly feel like he's just fully mailing it in. And maybe um, playing a drunk person, isn't that kind of an idiot savant type skill? Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, like, you know, it's kind of like you, you can own that and yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, I said, you know, Kinunu Reeves is a bad actor, but you, you kind fine of... Actor. Fine actor. But you kind of... You give him a, some room because he's a nice guy, maybe. Well, I don't know. There's, <laughs> no, there's there's something about him that's a little bit. I mean, it's 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 really awkward and stilty as far as I'm concerned. He's wooden as hell, yeah. Yeah, but uh, for whatever, maybe it's just the subject matter of the movie. But with Nicolas Cage, I just don't do that. I don't. I'm not giving him well, the, the awkward. I was going to say earlier when you started on this, I just thought that whole conversation about how and why and when we are actually willing to suspend our disbelief is fascinating. Like there's so many things that go into your ability to just watch the movie and enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a really strong ingrained opinion about something, like say Nicolas Cage, sometimes you just can't defeat that. Just takes it you right out of the movie. You can't yeah. do it. And it's really fun for me anyways to... Try to understand why some movies just don't make it. They just don't flick that switch, for would, me at least. Would you guys think of, or have you seen Raising Arizona? I don't think I have seen it. No. So that's that's one of the first Coen Brothers movies. And yeah, he's in that. But he does, again, he kind of seems to play the same role. Yeah, but that a, sort of campy pretty, guy. Yeah, ironic it's a fun guy. movie to watch, but it's not, uh, not for his yeah. acting that you watch it. Okay. All right, you want to hear a little... Just a tiny tidbit from the shuttle to start? Yeah, absolutely. Tidbits from the shuttle, ladies tidbit, and gentlemen. Right, get in the car. Woman of roughly our vintage gets in, have a little chat. She starts talking about Barden the Beach. She mm. does work at Barden the Beach. She goes and paints, mostly black and green. Those are her colors. Floorboards, backgrounds, black okay. and green. All right, set uh, painting. And I make some remark about, well, I haven't been there that often. I've only been a couple times, and that's to see my friends, guys that guy I do a podcast with was and I went once for that his wife and now I think the last time I went it was to go to see that guy's kid yeah and she says oh and I said yeah uh, Lucy this that yeah I just said Lucy she said Lucy I said yeah Lucy McNulty is her name she's and oh I know Lucy I love Lucy she's such a lovely girl I remember I guess she worked with her 
Uh, that was my mm-hmm. takeaway. So there you go. Small world. Nice. Uh, this woman knew Lucy and loves her working. And then you said, and Kevin? She goes, oh. <laughs> the other thing too is I, I've, I've expressed surprise to a number of different customers that they should have started the shuttle back up again. I mean, for two years they weren't running it and everybody just learned how to live their lives, right? Well. So you sort of think, why would they incur the costs of having a driver and a depreciating car and fuel and insurance and maintenance. The beauty of competition. And that is exactly correct. I happened to have a guy who worked for Kia and I was driving him back to the Kia dealership and had this conversation. The guy says, yeah, it's a bone of contention for us right now. We're spending about 10 grand a month on cab fare. And I can tell you, car and my salary and everything else all in is nowhere near 10,000 a month. So, so that's that, so that's that's a cost item as well. Yeah, yeah, and it is competitive. It is. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't that, be paying all that cab yeah, fare. Yeah. But someone's going. I'm. That's the last time I buy a Kia, or next yeah. time I buy a Kia, it's going to be in Vancouver yeah, instead of North the, Shore. Blah, blah, you know. Blah, blah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I say, it's only for a month, which makes it fun. I don't have to care, and people are really happy to have the service. Most yeah. people are still kind of surprised that they've resumed the service. So as yeah. the driver, it's awesome. Yeah. They're just all happy to be in the car. It's great for me. But yeah. I'll have to see. I don't think my Toyota dealership has ever had that service, but I'll see if they've reinstated it or have it. Because, you know, Sue, Sue has to drive me out. Basically, yeah. we drive both cars out and then she takes me well, back that's home. specifically what it's for. Yeah. Is to avoid that. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's great. It took me five days to figure out what my hours of work were, uh, seven working days to figure out that I'm still supposed to be punching a time card. Mm-hmm. Just like the old days? Yeah. I didn't even know that was still going on. Morning Elf. Yeah. Morning Fred. Morning, Morning Sam. So it's been fun though. Well, and what happens at the end of the month? Oh, the guy comes back from vacation and he deals with the disappointment on all the people's faces when they see it's not me driving it. Don't you think they'll want to keep you on? Of course they will, but I've got things to do. I got novels to write, you know, come on. Can't do (laughs) money making ideas to come up with. Oh, again and again. Oh, good. Good to hear. I I ran into a woman. I was getting out of the car, walking across the lot. She was taking stuff out of the back of a Volkswagen Golf diesel wagon. And it had a Yukon plate on it. I said, ooh, Yukon plate. Cool. She said, yeah, this car's not going back to the Yukon though. I killed it. <laughs> and I laughed at it because I didn't think she was serious. I said, what do you mean? What? You killed it? Are you seriously? She said, yeah, what? I said, what? Yeah. Is the battery dead or something? She said, no, I've been driving diesel cars for 35 years, but this morning, for some reason, over the shell, half a block away, I put gas in it and it was dead before I even got back to the dealership. It was just over. <sighs> And I said, what do you mean it's done? She said, yeah. I said, I thought you could just flush all that fuel out and then just put diesel in it and everything would be okay. She said, nope, there's a high pressure fuel pump in there and you put diesel in it or it explodes. And if it it explodes, it sends little shards of metal all through the entire engine, like through the injectors. Oh, and And I got to look at these shards. She did explode it? Well... Basically, yeah, like if you, I got to look because the mechanic did a little exploratory, two hours of exploratory work, flushed the system and caught it. Like he ran the pump and caught it. And when we say shards, you know how you do an oil change and sometimes you'll see bits of tranny in it? Well, these are like powder. It's like a sheen in the oil. It's so finely done. I don't know if you've ever seen the guts of a high pressure water pump, like a 
pressure sprayer, pressure washer, but they're little pistons and they go up and down really fast, right? Really fast to develop all that pressure. That's exactly what the high pressure fuel pump in a diesel vehicle does. And it relies on the viscosity of diesel fuel as lubricant. So uh, if you put in gas, there's no more lubricant in about two seconds, that thing just goes, boom, it's just done. And it spreads that crap. And if you turn the key to try to make it go again, then it flushes it all through everything and you're just cooked at that point. You've got little irretrievably small bits of metal all through everything that is friction and vulnerable. Did she talk more about her mistake? Like- yeah, she just said, I don't know what happened. It was just a blank. She said, I absolutely know better. And she was so cool about how she handled it too. She was really good. She wasn't whiny or anything. She said, I really screwed up. It's just me. I Totally my fault. I, just, I don't know what happened. I just grabbed the wrong pump. And I said, and this was true, you know, I almost did the opposite. About uh, two and a half weeks ago, I had the diesel thing in my hand, moving it towards the open spout in my gasoline car. And I just suddenly thought, why does this not feel right? And that really is all I thought. Why? It feels funny. And I looked back at the pump and sure enough, I had the diesel one in my hand. I was just about to start pumping diesel. Now, my car, way less consequence. You really can just flush that out of a gas car. You have a couple items on uh, any list there, PJ. Do I? You had one about, uh, I think, the soccer game uh, parents or something like that. Yeah. And I think that is one for us to ponder. Yes. So when we were all younger men, parents... Yes. And we had kids in activities, whether it was sport or theater or singing in the choir. I'm going to go ahead and say we typically just went and watched. And when we talked to our kids about the event afterwards, we would say, I saw you do this or I saw you do that. And maybe if the kids' grandparents were there, they would bring a Super 8 camera, which is a concept some of our younger listeners might not even know what that is. But still, they'd bring a camera. Maybe they would actually videotape it. But that was kind of rare that you would videotape something. And so I was walking along and I passed this soccer game underway. At, kids playing soccer. Just a regular league game it looked like to me. And I swear, I don't know how many parents were there, but easily two-thirds of them were, were videoing the entire game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my experience was, I think I videoed Hannah playing lacrosse. Was it only at one game or one tournament? It didn't seem like for a very long time. And the whole process of then trying to edit that down and make a video is just way too much work. It's similar video in concerts. The general kind of story is that people just don't watch them again. I still video maybe. I'd probably end up with four minutes of video on any given concert. And it does detract, I believe, from your in-the-moment enjoyment of the event. It actually seemed to me that it probably detracted from the shared experience of the kid playing and the parent watching. That's why I mentioned it, if right. some of you guys thought. It's just more hell in a handbasket, isn't it, Skin? Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> What's the deal, anyway, with this walking soccer? Dale, not a listener of North Van's wife, Tracy, has played it before. And I've talked to her about it a couple of times in naturally derisive tones. You ever see those Olympic race walkers? Yes. How ridiculous they look. So you have to walk like that. To well, get to I don't know, but that's what I imagine Surely. it devolves into it's very like quickly. A, it's not like a stroll. It's not strolling. Soccer. No. And you sort of think, what, how, how often does everybody call somebody for running? Oh, wait, wait, running, running. You know, like, I just think it must be just crazy. 
but I haven't actually seen it played yet ever since I made that entry. But I just think it's, it's just to allow older people to still play soccer and to make, to allow it to remain competitive for everybody. Yeah. But to me, it just seems like, Oh, so it's, uh, it's on a soccer field, yeah. but you just don't run. You yeah. just walk. You just oh, walk. Oh, I thought for some reason it was like the, oh. the walking school bus or something. I oh don't no, know sorry, why. sorry. No, it's a game of soccer, but you may not run. You may only walk. I wonder if they shorten the field down for it though. I, I didn't ask that. I don't know if they do, but I, I still think those questions are valid. Like, do you walk really fast? Like those weird looking Olympic guys? Do you have frequent conflict and argument over whether somebody actually broke into a run? What happens if the ball goes out of bounds and you run to get it because you don't want too much time to go away before you get it back and play? Is that called? Like what? I have no idea. The whole thing strikes me as a bit of a stretch. Well, I've just found the website for the Canadian Walking Soccer Association. There you go. The CWSA. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget that acronym ever. Soccer is for everyone. Walking soccer is a modified non-contact sport that involves rule changes from the standard game to promote health and safety in a fun recreational setting designed for people of all ages and backgrounds, particularly enabling those with mobility issues to rediscover their passion for playing soccer. Uh, seems like a great idea. Wasn't that the idea of pickleball? Kind of. Yeah. Yes. I've never seen pickleball, but I went by the tennis courts uh, the day before yesterday. The, I think there was people practicing pickleball. Was there a lot of... Because like, I think it makes that kind of noise when you hit that ball with that wooden paddle. Oh, I, I didn't Let's cut notice. That we'll, we'll just hear No, no, we'll keep that. We we'll love hear sound that effects. it's really stupid. <laughs> just seemed, it's just like tennis, except yep. the ball must be duller or it's something. It's like a wiffle ball. Oh, okay. And you just play close to the net. Is that? The intent is it's limited mobility, but of course you could say, say squash or racquetball also serve limited mobility people. They don't. You got to have really good mobility to succeed in those games. And it's the same with pickleball. You got to, if you're going to play at a higher level of pickle, leave Courtney told us that they actually packed it in. When they took a couple of years off for COVID and they decided they wouldn't be competitive at the high level after a couple of years of not doing it, and then they just stopped hmm. altogether. It's the same idea, right? It's, it but, started out as, yeah, we don't have to run so far, but. Yeah, but isn't it sort of for a kind of a social, like some enjoyment of I getting think that out was, there? I think that was the general intent. But well, then people but got. But all competitions. Yes. Drive behaviors. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then people who. We're out just having fun. Next thing you know, they're practicing for their 10,000 hours, right? How many hours uh, do you need to be an expert in? This leads me always inevitably to the conversation about the definition of fun. Because everybody has, like when I was playing mixed softball back in the 90s, we took it way too seriously. We practiced because it was fun. We wanted to get better. And a lot of other people just wanted to be sure they had six beers over the course of the game. That was the goal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's your definition of fun. For some guys, it's only fun if you win. And it just doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. And if you don't win, it's not fun. Period. Yeah, I played, a, I played a game of broomball and it was just like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought, oh, this is fun. You're just walking around on the ice and yeah. no, no, no. They were playing it just like hockey. Yeah. The same kind of idea shifts and very, very serious. Don't stay out too long. You know, like, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, and a pickleball is the same exact. It's the same, like you say, RJ, any group activity 
that has any level of competition involved in it will the wheat and the chaff will immediately get separated guys who really just want to have fun and the guys who think the only fun is holding your competitor's still beating heart in your hand that's the only fun <laughs> well in foosball when you when you go to the uh foosball tournaments there's the actual tournament which is only fun in the sense of if yeah. you you really want to win and so it's engaging and if you do win you feel good um but then there's oh okay i'm not going to play for the next four hours next thing you know you're doing pickup play at a table and that becomes really fun because there's a lot of trash talking involved there's sometimes novelty events two ball you know you have two balls at the table yeah. at the same time and weird rules and yeah. It's still kind of competitive, but it it's mostly But just everybody fun. knows the basic ground rules. You don't care that much. Yeah. That's yeah. and I mean old guy hockey is like this. Finally, after 60 years old, you get to play hockey where there are very few if any players who are not very aware that the primary deal here is to have fun. Yeah. Everybody's trying hard, but if somebody falls down and looks like they're hurt, you just stop. You don't take advantage and try to score a goal while the other team is shorthanded. You know what I mean? Like, uh, see, but it has to do with hormones and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and inevitably there would be the, um, you know, at at at, a, at work, there would be oh, come play in our fun volleyball league, our fun curling all, league, all levels, all skills, welcome. Yeah, you know, and then you show up there and people are just grinding you for not having done something oh, right. I told you the story of when my first of many ex-wives and I decided we would just try to go to volleyball at Delbrook Rec Center, and it was you know introductory. Come on in, all levels welcome. We get in there, <laughs> these guys. Okay, let's warm up with some drills. And they're doing these drills where somebody sets the ball and you run in and spike it. <laughs> We're just thinking, what? What? And guys are wearing knee pads and those short shorts. We're just, we, we never went back. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. This is supposed to be total fun, beginner's welcome. It was wild. I'm sure the guy who was running it was some ex-Olympian or something. You're like, holy yeah. mackerel. It was nuts. I think that's what stuck in my mind, volleyball, because I think you told me yeah. about that. It was yeah. horrible, actually. <laughs> Just like, what? <laughs> Definition of fun, though. It's a problem. I did have, I think, one other thing in here. And it is, again, another rather negatively grounded question. I'm sorry. I seem to only attend to recording for future complaint stuff that I'm unhappy about. <laughs> when I when I think of something interesting that's amusing, I just forget it. <laughs> but this one was, I don't know where I was. I believe I was reading something on social media. On the socials. Yeah, on the socials. I've resisted saying that. But of course you would march boldly in where no one else wants to tread. The socials. And it said something about... Their daughter had a learning disability in math. She was an A student in all her other subjects, but she has a learning disability in math. And something about the way it was phrased or what it was responding to made me think, is that really a thing? So let's see. Let's see. Oh, if you don't. I have a learning disability in clearing hair out of the drain. Mm, I just can't do it. It's just yeah. awful for me. Yeah. It's, is, it, is that a learning disability? If you really suck at math, are you said to have a learning disability in math? Really? How come we call it ESL and not a learning disability in English? Like what? I don't understand whether that is somebody using social media to excuse one of their children from a weak spot in their academic resume, or whether it's recognized that you can have very specific learning disabilities. Anybody? Oh, well, I mean, 
I think that, you know, there's a long history of people saying, I'm just not good at math. Exactly. Right. Which is not the same as saying, uh, I'm excused from being terrible at music because I have a learning disability in music. Setting aside the fact that some of those people that say I'm not just good at math may have been socialized into that belief. Um, like but, me, but setting that aside, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It means you're not good at math, right? It's just a, one of those linguistic kind of woke language changes, isn't it? Like, well, let's not be That's... hard on people who are not able, like there's lots of stuff that I don't do well yeah, and, and I can say I'm disabled at those, Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact I'm just not good at it. And right? I was concerned also with the idea but, that it really does insult people who have recognized disabilities. Right. right. And if, if you're kind of classified in that, it, there's a different take, isn't there? There's yeah. like, oh, you're kind of disabled with math. So you'll always be disabled. You've got a disability. You might be able to fight it a bit, but let's face it. You have a disability as opposed to, oh, I'm not good at it. Oh, let me help you become good at it. Yeah. How about some new techniques that might change the way you think about this? Yeah. It kind of might work against people. Yeah. In, I, I was in really, a bit to be kind of political. When did you correct. see that skinny? I don't know. A month or two ago. Oh, cause I swear I saw something today or yesterday and it said learning disability with math and it was in the title and I thought what is that and I didn't go into it but I'd never seen that before I mean because it was it sounded like it was talking about kind of an average student yeah but they had this learning disability oh, I've, I've got a housekeep housekeeping disability I'm just not able to do good housekeeping. But just, to be fair, I mean, with say dyslexia, there's an actual condition that makes it hard to read. There probably are situations in which people just cannot get the concept of matrix manipulation yeah. or. Um, and I, I guess really the conversation is around that sort of gray area, how we define something as a disability as opposed to simply a lack of ability. I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like, and I say it struck me enough that I actually did think to record it for us to talk about. Hey, um, is he in a state where we might be able to do the, the donuts now? I'm going to say no. I am definitely going to get Homer Simpson going, oh, donuts. Let's do donuts. Let's do, shall we? Absolutely. You got donuts? donuts? Yeah. Did you read the top 20 donuts thing? I did. So awesome. Justin McElroy had an article on his favorite donut places in the lower mainland, I guess. Top 20, I think. Top 20. So we just went straight down to number one and it was Lucky's. Lucky's Donuts is kind of a store that's owned by 49th Parallel Coffee. So they're combined stores. You can go buy coffee, you can go buy donuts. Um, so I went there today. But, but wait, not that I am not almost uncontrollably excited about all of this mm -hmm. up to here, but... Are you saying we're only going to really try one kind of donut? Yeah. So what I looked at was in his, his description, his description of the place, he said, you should try this, this, and that. So I got this, this, oh, and that. Boy. that. That makes up for it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, so listeners, this was like RJ said, it's uh, Justin McElroy. He's a CBC reporter, but he does stuff on his own. And a lot of it's really just fun. And this thing was just fun. And one of the things I liked best about his way of determining what were the top 20 is he really weighted joy heavily. So like Lee's is a really popular 
It's a really popular donut shop. It's okay. The, the iconic yellow box and the people line up. It's down at Granville Island. They got a couple other outlets. And oh, people I've line, seen people lined up for that, but I've never had them. Yeah. I don't think I have either because the lineup. And so he, so you sort of think, I don't know where Lee's finished up on that list, but you know, they suffered because he weighted joy very heavily. What was your joy level with the whole experience? Yes. If you wait in the lineup, that sucks the joy out of a lot of it, well, right? So, isn't that the, really donuts are all about joy, aren't they? Well, yeah, but he decided he was going to ask for a rating yes. and weight that rating quite heavily in his yeah. overall assessment Good of where they him. stood. And yes. I thought that was great. It made yeah. me laugh to read it. That's so, pretty fun. That's yes. Good. So, um, and then Sue said, Hey, if you're going there, I want a donut. And so she gave me an order, the order in levels of priority. And her number one is a peppermint chocolate old fashioned. What does that mean? If they're sold out of this, then get that. Exactly. Okay. Her second preference was French crawler. And her third was vanilla old fashioned. Oh, oh, Sue, nice. vanilla old fashioned, come on. But she gets the peppermint chocolate old fashioned. We're hands off that. The only, the only way we could taste that one is if we left her some other ones. So I don't really know. No, better leave her that one. Okay. So I Spouse. looked at. That's awesome. Way to go, Rich. So way I, to took, go. I took a screenshot of his article on Lucky's and he says, uh, at most of Lucky's rivals, there was a clear standout for people's favorite, but when it came to our champion, there was a wide variety of favorites from the sour donut. I got one of those <laughs> to any one of their Bismarck's. This is awesome. I got one of those. What's a Bismarck? It is, um, a like non, a, it's a non-donut donut. It a Long John kind of? Is it? it yeah. They're more, the ones they have are a little bit, Square? bit squarer, yeah. squarer, uh, with no hole in the middle. And then the apple bacon fritter. Oh yeah. I got us one of those. Who could not have bacon in there? Well, we have to try it. I mean. To the vanilla old fashioned. So we got the vanilla old fashioned. Well, I was a frequent uh, customer at Lee's on Granville Island because I worked there so often and there was never any lineups. Well. So you knew the right time to go. Well, no, I just went and it was always in the day, so. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, well, I'm just going I think from his week, article. I think I weekends are like Sue and I, this summer we were there when we went for that boating trip uh, and, uh, oh. yeah, there was a massive lineup. It oh. was like, I'd say about a hundred people long. Holy Sticking shit. outside the Must It's just gotta market. be tourists. Eh? It's gotta be. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, I'm a plain old fashioned kind of guy. Sorry, skin. Did the one in deep cove make the list? Honeys? Believe so. Yeah, because that's all I hear about from people. Now, are you going to cut them and sample them? Those are beautiful. <laughs> I'll grab you a knife. Listeners, I don't know if you can hear this, but Rich is considering how best to carve these things up, and he's specifically asking for a serrated knife. He's a lot of work to keep happy. Bacon. Look at, look at the bacon on there. I don't want to look at bacon on a... I'll taste it just because it's my job as a... Not quite a journalist. These things are massive as well. There's a huge cavity in that thing. Look at that. That's like an inch across. Oh, wow. Oh, so that's how they get it so big, huh? Yeah. It's no good if it's all big because it's, it's air. Okay, so we've got five pieces each of, what, four different kinds of donut, I believe? Yeah. And I don't know which one's the sour donut. 
Well, is that the glazed? This one, the 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 great big one, the the glazed with nothing in it. Yeah, you know, big, I think that's probably the sour. Okay, let's eat that one first. Okay. Okay. It's got a great big giant ripoff cavity in it. Mmm, mm, that's a fine donut. So fresh. Mmm. There's a certain sponge level to it. My theory is that all the air went into the great big hole. Yeah. So the rest of the material is not quite as light and Yeah, it's, it's more dense than they would have liked. Then who would have liked? Whoever made this donut. Is it? Somebody is getting a talking to because all of the vanilla, whatever this is, sours. Mr. Lucky. You don't think that that's what they wanted? Was that No, spongy? I don't think they did. I think they wanted that volume of air distributed evenly through the entire thing. Hmm. Like that was Rich is saying. I think he's right. Is it possible that he... He had walked away when I entered the no tip. Is it possible that he has a little alert? <laughs> so Give when Alphonse in the back screws up and gets massive air quantities and somebody doesn't tip, they get Alphonse's product. Do you think that the vanilla old fashioned is the one with a little darkness on it? Because vanilla in real vanilla is not white. It's kind of. So then if this is the vanilla old fashioned, what was that last thing we just ate with the big air? Sour, sour donut. Well, this is really tasty, but I don't know if I yeah. taste vanilla. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But one thing to note is they spell donut, D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. And I, I feel like that means it's a higher quality product. Well, yeah. I mean, they're definitely concerned. If you take the trouble to spell it correctly, it means you're definitely concerned with doing things correctly. Exactly. And if it's donut, it's just going to be fast food. If it's D-O-N-U-T. Okay, this next one is uh, the one without a hole, and it's the Bismarck. Oh. And it's got cream in it as well, and it's kind of a tan-colored cream, and it might be vanilla. I'm not sure. I, I just asked for any old Bismarck. Mmm. Kind of a crunchy outside. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's what the bear says in that Far Side cartoon. Mmm. It's crunchy on the yeah. outside, but soft and tender on the inside. That is really good. My taste buds must have died because I don't know what that filling tastes like. Mm, it tastes like goodness to me. That crunchy. That crunchiness on the outside. Chewy yeah. exterior is pretty great mm -hmm. on that. So if I had to buy only one, that Bismarck would be, so far I would just go straight for that. Well, it's funny because visually this bacon one looks great. Okay, we're about to do the uh, piece de resistance is the bacon apple fritter. I have never had bacon on a donut before, and I think it's the shiznits. I think the bacon is unnecessary because the apple fritter is so amazingly good, but the bacon adds some interest to it. The texture's a bit of a thing here. It's really um, chewy. The topping has become very chewy, but not in a really satisfying way. Mm. It's chewy in that way, like you take a bite and the entire topping might come off in your mouth all at once, and you're just left with bread. Gotta say that I am very impressed with Lucky's. Those were all excellent. For me, the bacon was fine, a novelty, but it wasn't like, oh my God, that bacon just, you know, plays a perfect counterpoint to the apple. It was actually pretty good. But of those three pieces, I guess, Four. I think the Bismarck was my favorite and the bacon was my least favorite. Yeah. I had the uh, ba maple bacon donut at Voodoo Donut in Portland. And that's their, they're well known for that one. By the way, if, if, if you don't mind the lineups, if you're ever in Portland, going to Voodoo Donut is pretty fun. It is a tourist trap, but it's pretty fun. Well, I will say that I think the bacon 
actually moved that one right up neck and neck with the Bismarck. Oh, oh. interesting. And KJ fans take note, he's a bacon fool. Well, he probably got the What why did you use the word fool? Skin? Yeah, that's a good question. Like it's I'm, a fair it's a fair question. Yeah, and I'm feeling a little bit You should feel a bit defensive about that. Anytime anybody refers to you as a fool in any context, you need to take them to task on that. So but I think you. you mean it in the same sense of dancing fool. Yeah, I just mean you really, really like it. That's all. You're a uh, fool for bacon. Fine, fine donuts. They Those were. were thanks so much for doing that. Yeah, I regret not oh, getting treat. the crawler. I think that's worth because it's a whole different category. Yeah, the Bismarck. But the Bismarck had such a nice, strong texture on the outside oh. that that makes up for missing. The crawlers are those ones that. Oh, like a French crawler. They almost Fr- have, yeah, they almost yeah. have a spirally pattern. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. And fluffy and almost like a croissant type. Yeah, of, I, but, I'm not a big lover of crawler, but I, I agree with you. That Bismarck was. Magical. That was a revelation, that thing. Jeez, instead of stopping at uh, McDonald's when I come over here, maybe I'll just head straight over to Lucky's. <laughs> you got my vote. For a Bismarck. <laughs> you got my vote. And Lucky's were number one in the McElroy survey? They were, yes. Cool. And it's uh, 49th Parallel Coffee's the same company, and they're always together, the two. It's not, it's not very easy to, I'm sure, invent a new line of donuts, right? Uh, you know, to match your brewing yeah. whatever. And exactly, yeah. I feel like it's unlikely that they're spending a lot of time worrying about whether this flavor of donut goes along with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grind, <laughs> well, you know? But it can't be that old if it's 49th parallel, right? Yeah, I feel like that company's only been around for 10 or 15 years, but I'm something, not sure. Something like that I would have thought. That much? I don't know. But listeners, don't know if these are available outside the Lower Mainland. They might be, but in the Lower Mainland, just check it on the maps. You'll find several outlets in town. The one I went to is on Main Street. Well, go to their website. Maybe you can get them shipped in some really elaborate container. There you go. You know, that drops down from outer space and doesn't burn up because they're still fresh. I mean, who knows? Order in the morning, receive them in the afternoon. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like they send it. a guy on a motorcycle in the dead of winter from Vancouver. Exactly. And he speaks with an Italian accent <laughs> and it's a Vespa actually. Yeah. And it's a $80 delivery charge. Speaking about delivery, I, um, Susan's car, the low one, low beam was out and I thought I YouTubed it. Oh, very simple. That one. The Prius. The Prius. And the YouTube actually tells you which bulb and everything. So I just flicked my screen to Amazon Next day, you got the bulb. I got the bulb. I haven't had to go anywhere. I mean, I would take the car, but it, like, say I had to take the truck to go get it. That's fourteen dollars right there in gas just to find a Lord but, Co. Right? But what about yeah. the kids? Won't somebody please think of the kids? All those brick and mortar stores, all <laughs> yes. those soulless Amazon mega god money guys. I know, but uh, I'm sorry. The convenience was just, especially around Christmas time, the convenience was worth it. So for all you listeners who live in places where you can't just walk down the street and get anything you want. Like, you know, healthcare or parts. Just revel in the idea that KJ, who's sitting in the midst of all of that largesse, still thinks it's a huge advantage. I'm just teasing you. No, no, I'll, no, I'll, I'll take the criticism because I have just started to do this. Yeah, I've only I, done it a couple times myself and I will say it is awesome. You get it the next day. 
Well, also it has to do with if you got an Amazon Prime membership yeah. and it's free. And, it is, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's and it's quick. It's so quick. I don't, oh my god! Yep, but I mean, if I was going to counter my own argument, it would be: Have you tried driving in the traffic around here? Doesn't matter what time of day it is. You get in your vehicle to go somewhere to pick something up. You're looking at a half an hour easy. Doesn't matter where you're going. Yeah, we're subscribed just, to Prime for uh, Reacher because we're wa- watching Reacher. Same. Oh, and. Uh, you, both Sue and I have found that we're ordering too much <laughs> and it's kind of like what I normally would do is I'm going to buy something for $18. It sits there in my cart and then it's not till I get up to $35 with free shipping that I'm going to order. This is before prime, right? Oh, okay. Without prime, you kind of want to build up till you get to the free oh, shipping mark oh, okay. and then send for it. It maybe takes four or five days. But what I found would happen is like three days later, before I filled up my $35, I suddenly realized I don't need that thing. (laughs) Some things occurred to me. Oh, I found whatever I needed Mm. in the house or, oh, there's actually a better thing anyway. But now with Prime, yeah. So we we actually started doing the returns thing a little bit more often as well. Oh, I've done that twice already. Yeah. And I think the draw with Amazon is like Christmas every day. Ooh, ooh, my parcel's there. Ooh, ooh. And you tear it open and there's it the is. Ooh, 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 it's so it nice. Is. It's yeah. I recently got a dash cam. Like when I bought the car I'm driving now, quite a while ago, a year ago, I think I bought that thing. I don't even sure, but of course they tried selling me a dash cam. That was. The dealership. Oh, and they would have. Well, and I just thought I'm not buying that from here. It, yeah. Way overpriced, I'm sure. I don't mm. even know what the prices really should be. I just, I'm sure they're going to be overpriced at the dealership. Ordered. I, the only thing is, I don't think I got it through Amazon. I think I got it from Best Buy online. Yeah. Same yeah. deal, though. Showed up, you know, Christmas. pretty soon. Put it in pretty quick. It was I'm pretty sure my car has had one of those in it before because when you do one of those, you got to tuck the wires all in underneath the trim around the window and the door. And oh, stuff. absolutely. Yeah. And it was super easy to do. Oh, that's good because I was worried about that. Like, Having just a cable going down to yeah. a USB plug somewhere. Yeah. What I haven't done so far is go review the footage. Yes. Yeah, so is it sitting on a little SD card that you can remove yeah. manually? Yes. And then you just basically, yeah, you should review it once just to make sure it's working. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. But then from then on, you just leave it there and yeah. it's not until you have an accident or something that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just haven't even, I haven't even checked to see whether I have aimed the camera correctly because that's really why I want to look at what's on the card is to see. Have I aimed that thing even remotely correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you see all the videos on YouTube and stuff, and you go, "Wow, oh, I really want one of those." But I just I think, I think it's nice. It's a nice to have. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fraud too. I don't know if I'd agree that there's a lot of fraud. It's just that when you watch these videos, you get the sense That's that it's true. happening all the time. That's true, and I certainly I've never uh, had fraud perpetrated on me, and I haven't had one for all these years. So yeah, yeah. I just got it because. It's kind of Christmassy to get a little parcel. That's nice. (laughs) And we have survived. Buddy the dog has behaved himself admirably. I always think that's worth mentioning because it's great. We've had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. We hope you learned something or at least didn't find anything intolerable. And that you'll come back for more. And let us know. Just let us know. If you want to come in here, if you want stuff talked about. I guess if you want stuff not talked about. Seems a little bit counterproductive, but anyways, here we are. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye now.